Welcome to, to episode 27. Oh, damn it. 37! <laughs> 37. <laughs> I kind of sat back because I did it last week, so I was like... Craig panicked and that's why I said 27. Off. Yeah, I'm like... I just we really need to rock off closer, closer to the Well, I had to press it over at the computer and then race back. I was mentally prepared for an intro. <laughs> so was I. No, clearly I wasn't, was I? Uh, so today we thought we'd talk about um, some stuff related to midline stability, mm-hmm. lifting, stuff that's related to... Decreasing back pain, which we spoke a bit about when we had Kaz and Britt on. Um, just some useful stuff that we thought would help people with their lifting and staying I think, injury free. I think this week um, I've come across, not even just in my um, t- training people, but training with people and training um, in general, that if there's a niggle or if there's a issue somewhere um, going on, mm. um, they're like... When they start moving, they look for if it's going to cause them pain of some sort. And in doing so, they're bringing their attention to the area and moving in a different way than what they'd move in a normal circumstance. Yeah. Um, And that you think of, uh, we're talking about midlife stability, embracing before we go and all that kind of stuff. And if we've got a sore back and we embrace and we're like, load is it hurting my back, but you're then bringing your attention to your back mm. rather than bringing your attention to say your legs or your pelvis yeah. or your brace position. So you move towards where it's hurting. Well, a lot of yeah. it's like the psychosocial model of, of injuries and like when we know someone who's like had an injury or we've had an injury previously, like we're expecting it. So like if you know someone who's like really hurt their back deadlifting or something, mm-hmm. then often you're very wary and cautious of deadlifts and yeah. you just go, oh no, it hurts my back. When it's not actually hurting your back, it's just like a bit of load. It's, it's, it's an interesting concept, I think. But a lot of it's very mental. Now. But our, our system's pretty smart too in terms of like if you're lifting, your body will tend to move you away from pain. So if you do have something funky going on, it'll move. It'll generally move you in a better way Compensate. to avoid that pain, but it might yeah. not be the most efficient way. Mm. And then the problem lies when we have had an injury and we've been trying to move through it, and then we create different motor patterns and they become the norm. norm and then yeah. we've got to try, you know, we're injury-free now and try and relearn motor patterns to be more efficient. So I think that's like a big thing for... I've seen when people do have injuries and probably don't not necessarily go about it the right way in terms of like rehabbing it or whatever. They just work around it. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, they just build really, really crappy movement patterns. And then you try and get them to move back into what a proper movement pattern is for the movement. And then they just expect pain. Yeah. Yeah. They're mentally prepared for pain. Yeah. Yeah. I will do this, but we'll see if I, if it creates pain or not. And if you're so, if you're so focused on, like if all of your attention when doing a movement is on where you have had an injury previously mm. or pain, like you're just, you're probably going to feel something there. If all of your attention's there. A hundred percent. It's like if you're doing meditation or mindfulness or whatever and you're, yeah. you're laying there and uh, thinking about a certain part of your body, like think about your feet, you'll start feeling like, um, I don't know, like you might might find there's like a little cut or something on your foot that you didn't know about yeah. or you got like pins and needles somewhere that yeah. you weren't even aware of. But when you bring your attention just to that body part, you'll feel something. Yeah. So then when you do do when you do think about that body part while you're moving and bring mm. your attention to the body mm. part, mm. then you start moving in a different direction. 
rather than the intention of what you were trying to achieve in the first place. Mm. It's funny, it's like, I don't know, I just thought it was saying, it's like, you know when you get bit by a mosquito? Yeah. Like, how often do you actually feel the mosquito bite you? Yeah, yeah, Very yeah. Very rarely. And you've been bit by this mosquito and it probably happened like 10 minutes ago, but it's not until like, you scratch itchy. it and then you're like, oh, holy fuck. Like, yeah. it's really itchy and you can't leave it alone. So and it's the like, same. Oh, I yeah. my mosquito. Did you see that? Look yeah. at me. Yeah. Look at my spider bite. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> One of our members got bitten by a spider, and it's um... was that was that last night? Did it happen last night in class? That didn't happen here. No. Oh, because he farm. was. I thought yeah. it was at the farm, but he brought attention to it, and I was like, "Oh fuck! Did he get bitten <laughs> during class?" Yeah. 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 yeah, that would be that would be awkward. Clean, clean, spider bite. <laughs> well, you got two, didn't you? You got, you got yeah. one on the belly, one on the arm. Yeah. I've never been bitten by a spider. Uh, yeah, I've, I've been bitten like yeah. two times. Not, not like anything serious. But What's that fact about swallowing spiders? You swallow sleep? like seven in your lifetime or something, sleeping. Yeah. I know. Apparently. I don't know how they figure that out, though. <laughs> yeah, how do they work that out? I don't know. Who knows? Mm. Yeah. It's not like it would take much to digest it. Have you been bitten by a giant bull ant? Yes. Like those ones that are like two inches long? Yes. They I've not. Really hurt oh, you, you haven't been lot. bitten until you've been bitten by one of them. That yeah. hurts. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll be You'll know about it. I think I'll avoid that. It's <laughs> 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 experience I want. <laughs> and then go and try and squat, especially if you've, um, it's on your foot. Right? <laughs> on the bottom of your foot. Oh, yeah, not good. That'll bring your attention to pain. Yeah. Yeah, it would, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How's everyone's week been? Long. Long? <laughs> it's been, yeah. I've, I've just been a bit run down this week, I think. Yeah. Flat out between sitting, like I've spent majority of the week sitting at the computer. Yeah. I think it's funny because last week we were kind of like, I'm feeling like I'm coming back. Correct. I felt the same. COVID normal. Yes. Routine and this, you know, everything seems to be slotting. Yeah. Well, we've had lots of inquiries and lots of, lots of new people. Coming and back. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. People coming back. But then this week's been like running. Well, kind of like, okay, what's next? Okay, what's next? Okay, yeah. What are we going to do next? Yeah. Is that just because it's nearly Christmas, do you think? No, I don't think so. I just think it's been really busy. Like, it's it's funny. I've had this conversation with a few people this week about how December's usually the time of year um, for the business where we're not generally gaining a lot of new people. It's sort of, you mm. know, we're just we're kind of winding down for the year. There's nothing really new going on. You know, we're usually organising Christmas parties and stuff like that. But mm. in terms of the actual growth of the business not much happens in december yeah january february that's when things happen but obviously with covid this year and people not able to join gyms and whatnot Mm. it's all happening now yeah but then it's all still going to happen in january february march yeah so yeah like this week i think we've had one or two new people in the gym every single day almost um as well as a whole bunch of inquiries and whatnot so yeah it's just a little bit like um because we haven't done it for the whole year it's been different busy. It's mm. a bit like back in February, March at the start of this year when we were, you know, gaining 20-odd new people a month. Yeah. And it was super busy. So it's just going back to that and more time just on the computer and emails and phone calls and all that yeah, sort of stuff. Yeah, I, I think the next I think the next couple of weeks will be a bit busy and then we'll be, like, tapering off over that Christmas, New Year's period. But then as soon as we come back, it'll be 4th, 4th of January or whatever it is, we'll be like, bang! 
Yeah, it'll be busy. What's a day off? <laughs> Had some days off. Don't feel like it. <laughs> It's more like I have people too much today. Yeah. 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 Yeah, there's been a few of those days this week. Yeah, I need some non-people time. Yeah. I think it was Wednesday. Wednesday I was here at like six and then left at, I think, just before eight o'clock. And I got home and it was just like a zombie. Yeah, dead. Yeah. 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 The lights were on. No one. No one was home. No one was home. I, was, I think I was messaging Grace yesterday and she's like, oh, you're really sweet today. You know, we're usually after work. <laughs> I'm like, I'm tired. It's been a long day. When I'm not tired, I can be sweet. <laughs> well, it's really funny, isn't it? Because when you people a lot, you use a lot of energy that you don't really realize that you use. And then when you go home and you need to people with your family... You don't yeah. really have you don't really have a lot of peopling left for them. Yeah, and um, you need like like I don't know a shower or five minutes or sometimes just food before yeah. you can start. Yeah, that kind of process. Yeah, I, I just fucking spilled my water over. Um, <laughs> I didn't need to swear then. I'm sorry. Um, I've noticed the last couple of weeks because the gym's getting busier, and then it's like when I wake up of a morning to come into work like on the way to work it's like my brain's already switched on and I'm already thinking of like what do I need to do as a warm-up and I check the night before like who's coming to class and it's like okay this person needs to work on this thing or like we should work on this thing and it's like I'm already like thinking like my brain it's not like I just get here and I'm like okay okay let's do it I'm like already like tactically thinking ahead as soon as i wake up of a morning i'm like gotta do this 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 okay get in the car drive think 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 and then get here which could be a good thing but it's like it's, yeah it's figuring out how to um switch off yes exactly whether it be you get up yeah have that time where you don't think about work and yeah you, you know do whatever you need to do to take your mind off of it mm-hmm. same in the evening like if you're going home and thinking about it i think we've definitely learned over the years different ways Mm -hmm. for us for switching off otherwise yeah you find your life becomes all consumed correct yes mommy needs five minutes yeah (laughs) (laughs) just five minutes i'm just gonna sit in the car for five minutes sometimes i do yeah sometimes i do yeah sometimes i still do like i'm gonna listen to the rest of this song and then I'm going to get out. Yeah. You see the garage door open and Michael and the dog and someone yeah. else will peek out. Like, I'm sure they had the roller door and I'm sitting in the dark. I'm still answering text messages. But that's not switching off. No, it's not. No. And they're like, hi. Um, like, I, I, I joked with Brit before. I had a treatment with Brit earlier. And someone was, she had all these bunches of messages on her phone. I said, oh, you need to have like an automatic reply saying, <laughs> thanks for contacting me you'll get a reply within 24 to 48 hours <laughs> i just need an automated response yeah yeah because mm. people, people can be ruthless oh hell yeah and yeah. can message you at 9 30 at night 4 30 in the morning seconds yeah get another message like seriously yeah. it's like a real thing and like people think i don't know because they are that way and maybe they don't get a whole bunch of messages a day but as soon as they get one like they can reply to it straight away yeah whereas my phone like half the time we're coaching so it doesn't get answered on weekends. I'm like I'm very active on weekends of going. I am not really unless yeah. it's really urgent and like an emergency. Mm. I don't reply or even look at any work email emails no. or, or text messages. So people will message me and they'll message me again and then they'll message me again and then I'll just send them a message back and just be like, "Sorry, it's for weekend. I don't, I don't deal with this sort of stuff." I'm out to dinner. 
I'm getting pissed. <laughs> See, no, that's when, I, that's when I respond, though. When you're pissed. Yeah, when I'm pissed, I'll be like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having a massage right now. And you're wrecking my zen. Yeah. yeah. I had to light a candle. <laughs> I had a candle. Yeah. Tony loves candles. Frosty candle. I wonder how many candles you get for Chrissy this year. None. We should make a tally. None. Get Tony a candle. Don't give me a candle. Unless it smells like deep heat. What have we got you a dusk pack? No. I got her what a dusk. I got her a th- um, set from dusk though. It was a piss take one year, but had um, it was actually good though. I had a had a snuffer. Had a snuffer. A wick, a wick snipper. It had had all that sort of stuff for her. What a great way for Christmas. Snuffer. A wick snipper. That was a funny one. You got some good stuff too. <laughs> Have you no, snipped your wick funny. lately? Yeah. <laughs> Snuffer. <laughs> it's a pretty box, pretty dust box. Yeah. Snuffer. <laughs> this reminds me, I need to go. And home. you know what? It was it was an expensive <laughs> joke present. I was like, I was like, oh yeah, I'll buy such joke, Tony something funny. It was like oh. fucking sixty bucks. Yeah. Like, this sort of blows out the budget for a joke present, yeah. but I'll still buy it for it. You know what I bought him? What? A candle that was a, a black skull. <laughs> You can get a candle, a skull one. Yeah. <laughs> it was better than the um, penis ruler, so. <laughs> still still waiting to hear so back good. from HR about that. Oh, that's so <laughs> good. Oh, God. <laughs> I remember at Dad's 50th, speaking about presents, one of our family friends, because, like, we had Dad's 50th at home, and um, where the pool table is in the garage, everyone sort of, like, came in and put their presents on the pool table. And dad had had a few beers and he was sort of just rummaging through his presents at one point of the night and someone had bought him a Justin Bieber perfume, but they thought it was a male's cologne, right? And at that's, would you get? I don't know. Let's go, that's Justin a, Bieber. I know, I know. The man, the men of all men gets a Justin Bieber perfume. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't think anything of it and I hadn't really, because I used to work in a pharmacy and I didn't realize that I was, I didn't even think anything of it. Anyway. My dad's had a few beers. He opens it up and he sprays it all over himself. And then we've all realized by the end of the night that it's a female's perfume. <laughs> <laughs> but it smells, it smells like fucking lollies or something. Something very sweet. Oh, like my, te- teenage oh girl my sweet. God. Yeah. Bad presents. Bad presents. Bad presents. Anyway. That'll be an interesting follow up. <laughs> Post yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Did you get a bad Bad present. present. And do you want to say it on air? And do you want that person to know that they <laughs> that it was a shit present? Yeah, got a bad present. Mhm. Could be interesting. Yeah. I'm pretty lucky. I don't think I've had too many, especially from members. I haven't had many bad presents. I think I've been pre- like Nikki actually gets me really good presents. She gets she always gets me like a food voucher or something like that, like a restaurant voucher. Or, yeah. She's always real good. Yeah. I, I haven't had bad presents. I can't think I of any. Like yeah, that's fair <laughs> enough. I can't think of any presents that I've had that I'm like, yeah. Mm. I usually just clean up a few few bottles of whiskey. Yeah, you get good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Some gin, usually. You know who yeah. gets bad presents? Teachers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, teachers get bad presents. Well, I feel yeah. like the teachers, I don't know, it's like... Best teacher cup. How many of them can you have? Not many if you're a shit teacher. <laughs> That's true. There's a few teachers I know who not get a best teacher cup. 
um, one of my friends, she posted on um, Facebook the other day, her daughter, who is a teacher, she said to her mum, so I feel like I don't actually deserve any Christmas presents from my students this year because I haven't actually really taught them face to face. And she said she felt like she needed to buy all all of the parents a Christmas present for teaching their children. Yeah, gotta get expensive. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> mm. Unless they get something from China. <laughs> China. China. <laughs> you you get a bat. <laughs> Deep fried bat. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to Trine about it and I said, you should re-gift that shit. Like, yeah. what are you going to do with oh, yeah. seven boxes of chocolates? She said... Eat them. She, <laughs> she told me a good story about one of her... One of her um, little preppies, he didn't know what was in the present, so he Aww. hid behind the um, where the school bags were and opened opened them all because he wanted to see what they were before he gave them to her. Oh, <laughs> that's so Russell, innocent! Russell, Russell. <laughs> oh, see, that's it's a preppy cute. story. Yeah, that's cute. I didn't want to give it to her until he knew what it was. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something before you started that story, and now I can't remember what I was going to say. Is it about presents? I don't fucking know. I don't know. It's the end of the week, if you can't tell. Really yeah, we're <laughs> pretty tired. <laughs> I'll think of it when we finish. <laughs> <laughs> We didn't yeah. really give anyone any feedback. Like, we kind of started talking about midline stability. <laughs> so, this is an issue. And bee stings. <laughs> and then from bee stings causing pain to bad presents? Bad presents. I don't know. It's it's like when those when people put up those um, video th- or in, like image graphics on like how to achieve your goals and it's like it's not going to go like this yeah it's going to go line. that's yeah. like us <laughs> so maybe we'll try and bring it back to midline Actually, stability um, <laughs> we were talking I saw Erin this week and her, she said she was listening to the podcast when they were driving and her husband's like what are they even talking about <laughs> she's like just wait they'll get to the point in a minute, there will be a point about this and they'll get to it in a minute. Yeah, so we start something at the start and then yeah. 50 minutes later we finally come back to it and we're like, oh, yeah, yeah, this could, have, could have done the podcast in five seconds. <laughs> have, you, have you listened back on the one we did last week with Beck? No. I listened to the first maybe 10, 15 minutes of it and there's some points where we're all just talking at the same time so you can't even hear what the other person's saying or we're all laughing and it's just like, ah! <laughs> And someone will make like a joke, but you can't hear what that person said, and then we're all like, ah! I would have no idea how we sound, what the quality's like. It's or really funny because I never like, listened to that. Like, I was listening to it and I was like laughing, like listening to it, even though it's like us all sitting around, but it was it was really funny because I'm laughing, I'm laughing at us laughing. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you're laughing at us laughing, I hope other people are laughing. <laughs> You'd hope so, laughing. wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. But maybe maybe you're laughing because you know what's going on. Maybe. It's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> All these guys do is laugh. laugh. I don't know what I've listened to an hour and a half podcast. What the fuck was that about? <laughs> <laughs> an hour and a half. Do we need to get back back on there? Yeah. <laughs> we need to re interview her. An and... hour and a half of Craig, Tony, Beth, and Bree just laughing at their own inside jokes. Basically. Uh, <laughs> do, do we get to, to the stuff about Dale? Me and, so. Yeah. And then some people did get it. 
Yeah, a few, a few. Other yeah. people will be like, who the fuck's Dale? <laughs> <laughs> What's missing? You got the bike out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I forgot to tell you at that point in time that my kids um, nicknamed him Megamind. <laughs> Megamind? For obvious Megamind. reasons. Do you know, have you ever seen that cartoon? <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's what they nicknamed him. So they wouldn't even call him Dale in my house. If someone Megamind. brings him up. What that you know that kid that used to come to your gym, Megamind? We don't have Do nasty nicknames for everyone who comes to our gym. Do you remember the why? I don't you know I don't know if it was that challenge that we were talking about last week with Beck, but I think it might have been when Princey and James still worked there and then on the whiteboard in the office. I think this was before I started, but I was coming into the gym and Ben showed me there was like a bit on the whiteboard and someone, and I think you wrote it down on the board and you were like, had everyone's name and it was like, they were taking bets on um, who would lose the challenge. And then Miss O's was like $500,000 or something. Like he had the most (laughs) ridiculous amount, like next to his name. Yeah, that was me. Yeah, it was like a betting odds or something. That was me playing mind games. Yeah. (laughs) I played real mind games back then and I was just like, I'm just going to like razz them all up. Craig thought probably, it was funny. Probably needed HR then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, not, that's not bad. What if your name was on the board? You might have been on the board. I can't remember now. No, because I didn't do Tony the challenge. Tony wasn't doing it. Oh, Tony was away. I was going away. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's funny. But yeah, I was I was good odds for it, and I you know, <laughs> if anyone bet on me, they they won. They won ten cents. They won ten cents to the dollar. I reckon it was up on TAB Sports Bet. <laughs> Who will win the YMCA challenge? <laughs> oh my god! Oh, oh my god! Oh, far out. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's no good when my favourite wins, is it? No, it's not good. No. <laughs> Oh, back to see we've done we just done a whole fucking nutter thing. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to bump off early today, so we might as well actually get cracking. You've got um, twenty six minutes. You have to be something. <laughs> so we spoke about at the start midline stability and for people who have a hard time trying to get in the right positions, mm-hmm. whether it be because yes. of pain or because of weakness or just or a motor control of, issue and they're not sure of what they're supposed to feel like. Correct. Yeah, or because of previous issues. Like um, Ange this morning, mm. we, had, we were doing back squats and she said, give me a press, give me something overhead, give me any kind of arm movement. And I'm like, yeah, good, let's give it a push. And then... She's like, but if, I, if we're doing squats, I just don't, I just don't know, I don't want to. And I'm like, that's because you've, you're back. you've had a back injury before yeah. and you've heard it doing lower body work. Yeah, you've psyched yourself out. So yeah. that's why. And she's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. So sometimes it's a, um, yeah, sometimes it's an unconscious, unconscious thought, unconscious decision. Mm. Um or just, you know, you don't want a, that pain again. Mm. So. You're not going to do that movement. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Which is, which is very, very common in deadlifts. So do you get her squatting? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then, cause we were doing, um, an eight out of 10. Did she have back pain? No back pain. Okay. Yeah. No back pain. Was it a pelvis thing? Um, and she got better as she went along. Okay. And, um, it was a dumping thing. So ah, I yeah. think she's, um, Doing CrossFit for a, she's done CrossFit for a long period of time. Mm. Um, CrossFit is all about you're not making depth, 
Mm. So instead of correcting issues about making depth, it was drop as into as low a position as you possibly can without any leg control. Yeah, without okay. Feeling your legs, legs at all. Yeah. And bounce out to the bottom. Yeah. To drive up. Yeah. Um, well, it's, it's, it's very much like people force because of CrossFit being as a sport, you have to achieve a certain depth of the standard. Mm. It's like we'll get like they'll pick depth over anything else because they're, they're compromising midline stability mm. and like potential of lower back pain for depth. And that's what we see a lot of coaches do. And that's not just... I do I, that. That's not... Yeah, we've we, we, we all done that. Yeah. But it's not just isolated to CrossFit. That's... You can see this, the exact same thing in F45. You can see the exact same thing in any normal commercial gym or any fitness program. A lot of coaches do it. Mm. And, you know, we we were unaware of it early days of us coaching. And now, like, I... It was all about... You're was not about making that. standard. Whereas You're now, not making standard. You're not making standard. Yeah. And you understand that as a sport side of things, but when 90% of people, probably more 99% of people who join CrossFit do it for a health and fitness reason, you know, mm-hmm. body composition or health mm-hmm. goals or whatever, um, understand that, like, why is depth more imp- that important? Like, yes, we want to get people to depth, yeah. like, working through a full range of motion, but of their range of motion. Yeah. Yes. So... Um, talk about that and midline stability a lot of people and you would find it in class and if I could actually go through a list of people and you would be like oh yep 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 to achieve that depth they let go of the brace they let their ribs drop towards their hips they shoot their back out that little bit further and they drop their Their chest chest forward forward in a squat position to try and get lower lower Nikki does that but their hips right up yeah. And all they're doing is folding Folding forward, yeah. Because they don't have perception of yeah. getting, lower, getting lower. Yeah. And they're not making depth anyway. Yeah. Yeah, weird. Mm. Yeah. But there's no loading then of your legs. Nah. Which, it's back. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's just yeah, something's got to give them compromise if you've got and it could be a various bunch of different things. It could be someone's got ankle mobility issues. So for them to get deeper, they've just got to hinge forwards a heap more. And that's fine if they can maintain a mm. midline of a bar is not coming too far off ahead of their center of gravity. But like a lot of people would just, it's, yeah, it's just a compromise in the core. Like you, you've actually got no stability, no tightness. Like we talk about it and it's trying to explain it in a way that people understand it's hard to do when you haven't got a visual so people listening may not get it but having the pelvis stacked directly underneath the rib cage and having them stacked like that not having the ribs flared up towards the roof mm-hmm. and the tailbone kicking back to the back of a room so you've got that like arched lower back and that's probably the main one that, that i see is when people initiate a squat or set up for a deadlift yeah. They're trying to lift their chest to the roof. And as soon as you do that, like if, if people are listening right now, like a good little drill is try and do that. So like flare your rib cage up, try and arch your back as much as you can, and then try and squeeze either your bum or your abs. It's 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 hard to do so. And if you do isn't squeeze your abs. T- isn't that a TikTok? Probably is some sort of twerking. I'm pretty probably. sure there's a TikTok that's um, all about uh, something about to get in that position and then bench that like are you going to bench press oh because they were just like anyway i was just like oh 
God, that looks uncomfortable. Yeah. Anxiety. And when you see people do like, so like the whole like bench press thing and powerlifting where they arch the back, the whole thing, when, when done correctly, most of the arch, and actually Cassie does a really good job when, because she was coached by Nick on bench press. Yeah. The arch comes from the thoracic spine, so the upper back. So that's fine, that sort of extension. But you see people go really far when they're arching through, through the lumbar spine, massively to the lower back. So most of the movement should be from the hip, from the hips, so hip extension and upper back extension. So in powerlifting, do they do that hip thrust thing with the bench press? To no, your press hips aren't allowed to lift the bench. Yeah, thought so. In powerlifting, either rule, um, either organization, mm. feet on floor, head and shoulders on bench, butt on bench. Yeah. Butt is not allowed to leave the bench. Feet aren't allowed to leave the floor. Or, sorry, there is, so you can go, there's um, two main organizations. One's feet on floor, but only toes have to make contact. Okay. So like a part of your foot. Then you've got IPF, which is what I competed in mm-hmm. that one time, which was whole foot has to be flat. Okay. So even if your heel lifts up a tiny bit, it's a no rep. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. Like, but you see a whole bunch of yuck standards of people just like hip thrusting the bar up. Yeah. Yeah, no good. No good. But yeah, it's like the arching back thing. Like it's, it's like any sport, any sport you manipulate the rules to your advantage and it's just to decrease the range of motion from the extended arm yeah. to the chest because you've got to make contact with the chest to and press. So yeah. you just decrease that range of motion. Yeah. It's just like, eh, eh. and how can you do it by yeah. arching your upper back, retracting your shoulder blade yeah. as far as you can, you can. And then all of a sudden, like you've gone from like this extended position here. Like if anyone does it and like reaches their arms as far forwards as you can yeah. and then pulls the shoulder blade back and down, like yeah. you're shaving off a couple of inches there probably. Correct. Yeah. So, but yeah. Yeah. Mm. So like even on, even on something like a bench press, mm. midline stability is important. Like you should still have your pelvis and rib cage still stacked in stacked. that same position. Yeah. Definitely. And focusing on like diaphragmatic breathing. So filling the lungs, filling the, the, the belly and chest with air, brace, lock it tight. Yeah. And when most when done like correctly, it's actually really hard to arch your back and change the position of the spine. And push your hips to the roof at the same time. Yeah. It's it's really it's really hard. Like like uh, yeah, I always try and get people like when I'm teaching them to, to squat or whatever, mm. once we get like the diaphragmatic breathing right, I'm like, breathe in and hold it and embrace as hard as you can. Now try and actually like move through your spine. And they find it really, really, yeah, really difficult. It. It's yeah. much harder to do. So and then that, that, that gives them like that buy-in as to, oh, this is why we do it. Because we want to try and keep that spine stable. Yeah. Mid- yeah. Midline stability. And then you won't have back pain. Exactly, yeah. You, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, at least mitigate it like massively. If, yeah. You know, there's always going to be times where form might just when we're going for maxes and stuff like that. But on the most part, we should be good to go. Yeah. So I had a really good... Um, Insight to us. I listened to a podcast about pelvic floor and um, belly breathing and stuff. And um, when you, so I'm quite lethotic. I've always had that. I had to work really hard at getting that pelvis underneath and being stacked. And I'm like, in my career of doing gym and not being a trainer, um, there wasn't a lot. Like I was like, I cannot get my back flat to the ground doing this, 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 this. And they're like, I didn't really have an answer from anyone um, about it. Even when I went to some other trainers, when I was, and I was started training, being a trainer or studying to be a trainer, it was more like, keep your pelvis in neutral, you're neutral then. Mm. And then move from there, but not 
about trying to get that pelvic tilt back. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so um, doing the 90-90 breathing, we've been doing the 90-90 breathing with our classes and trying to get them to work out how to breathe mm. into their belly. There was a little bit of... Um, we've got a lot of we've had chest a lot of chest breathers a lot of neck Tense. tension yeah a lot of um people who like to do train using chewing gum mm. um, um and i was you know we all know about me and chewing gum um and not being then them not being able to brace while they're lifting because they're chewing yeah there's no air you can't breathe into your belly and still and and still chew you mm. can't that's actually not a thing actually doesn't that doesn't yeah. work so um when you have this pelvis and you're not feeling like you can you know correct the pelvis or you're not even real you don't even know that that's a thing that you're doing well, yeah exactly that you don't Most even know completely unaware that you're sitting back that way that's just how your neutral is and how that's you your s- normal yeah 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 stand that actual belly breathing in child's pose um, helps people get into a mm. better position than 90-90 when they don't know that they're not in a good pelvis position mm. or a good belly breathing position. So when they sit back into that child's pose with their legs out and their belly facing towards the ground, mm. breathing towards the ground and breathing towards the lower ribs um, and then thinking about trying to get closer to the ground. Thighs. Yeah, and mm. yeah, thighs, that's a better belly breathing exercise for some people which is quite a handy tool mm. yeah, yeah like big that time. yeah big time but all of it like comes back to just creating context so like you're not just going to say to someone when they've never lifted before and they've got 60 kilos 100 kilos whatever in the back breathe into your belly and now do a squat and they're like what the fuck do you mean or tilt your pelvis under like it's i remember someone put up a post about this not long ago i can't remember who it was but it was another coach that i followed and they just spoke about queuing for the sake of queuing and coaches just yelling a million cues at someone. When context yeah. is done right, you shouldn't really need to give people that many cues. When you've gone through and taught people the proper context and built the foundations properly, mm. so done the belly breathing, done the like um, either 90-90 breathing, um, dead bugs, like a quadruped, like learn how to tilt the pelvis and get get the stacked with the ribcage and, and pelvis. Like mm. once you get that and then progress people into a squat and like get those motor patterns right, mm. it's pretty much just like up, just stand up. <laughs> like yeah. you don't need, you shouldn't need to give people too much. Every now and again, someone will do something a bit funky and you'll go, okay, like do this or that. But when someone's in a squat and it's like chest up, this, that, knees out, hips back, blah, blah, blah do the hokey pokey and turn around like yeah like they shouldn't need that many cues mm. so bringing Too things much. bringing things back and this is actually something uh, i forgot about this the other day actually when we were talking about crossfit level two yeah this is a debate i had with the guys when i went is i said because they don't do any like context stuff they're just like trying to fix in the movement yeah so okay fixing in the squat not necessarily a bad thing however we were working with coaches yeah at this course and most people have a fair idea of how to move their body mm-hmm. like every, every now and again you get an outlier but yeah on the most part people know how to move their body mm-hmm. like when you're working with someone who's like a motor moron i suppose like they don't understand like they haven't got that connection mm. and they're all they're doing is trying to stop we've had the worst of it we've, we've had shocking people where you're like bend your knee and they throw their arm over their head like they don't know like they literally yeah. don't know how to connect so their body, body. Yeah. so um bringing people back to like 
really low threshold mm. context drills, like those basic motor pattern, those basic movements where you're on the ground, yeah. where it's easy, and then progressing them to standing, to a bar on the back, and then going through things, it's like so much easier. Mm. And I like I just sort of brought up, I'm like, do you guys do much with your clients? Um, low threshold context stuff like this, like that. And they're like, nah, you can just do it all on the bar. And I was like, I disagree. I think you can do it all on the bar with people who move well, yeah. but um, you can get better outcomes taking people to like a slow moment, which is why we do our fundamentals is running people oh, through hell yeah. simple drills, one-on-one, or in small groups so that we can build a really good base foundation for people to progress so that when they are in a class, they're safe, they're confident, they know how to do movements. Because at the end of the day, if people know how to stack their pelvis and make sure they're actually using their core, mm. that's half of the battle won. Oh, and they're gonna, yeah. like Every movement requires that. There's not any movement really that we do in CrossFit where we're moving from spinal flexion and extension. So yes. like, if, if, if everyone does that right, yeah. Like injury prevention's like yeah, fucking minimal. Awesome, <laughs> awesome. So like, yeah. I think that's a that's a big thing. And if anyone is listening and isn't a member, we'll be running a fundamental soon. So get involved. <laughs> yes, we good will. lead. Yeah, good lead. Seriously, <laughs> get involved. Um, what do you reckon? We'll probably wrap it up. I've got to be somewhere in ten minutes. Oh wow! Yes, I don't you care. do. <laughs> We're busy <I> people. <laughs> I think that uh, gives people a little bit of um, insight to go on if they have a bit of pain that they're referring to when they move. Yeah. Um, And if people are more visual, reach out. Like if you don't understand any of that because you're not a visual, um, like you're a visual person and you Mm. need to see shapes and body parts moving, like Mm. reach out and we'll make a video and put up a video about it. Um, But I think that should give people a a fair idea or at least... If people are experiencing these things, they can go, oh, fuck, that's me. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Podcasts? Um, Podcasts. Interesting one. Guess what I listen to? You'll never guess. Insulation? No. Pelvic oh. floor. Um, no? I... Did I send you down a rabbit hole about the Chinese stuff I was no, talking about? No, I didn't. Uh, I, I didn't listen to that. I did listen to a couple of... Um, James Smith. Oh, um, yeah. What was it called? What, um, what are they called? Fair points. Fair points. Um, only because I needed to just listen to mindless dribble. It's <laughs> no, good. funny. It's funny. No, funny stuff. I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying that there's. Um, you do, I didn't get anything from them. I'm just saying that they have a laugh and. Um, a bit of a chit chat and a lot of things about Call of Duty that I never knew and yeah, well, stuff like Call of Duty. Um, and um, then I listened to because I always forget, but like so I have to try and um, remember before I go to bed that I'm you know in the morning I'm gonna go for a walk, watch all this, do so. Otherwise, yeah. I'll just continue on with listening to something that I've been listening. Like I'll listen to another one of James Smith because I don't have time to find it because I'm walking now. Yeah. Um, I listened to a Michelle Obama podcast, which I was oh, like, I've been wanting to. That, like, it's good. But yeah, I, well, I wanted to listen to one. I've been meaning to try and get onto that for ages. Yeah. Because everyone keeps telling me how good they are. Yeah. Um, and it's called What Your Mother Never Told You About Health um, with Dr. Sharon. Uh, I can't see what the exact last mm. name is. Yeah. I don't want to press on it. 
because uh, <laughs> I don't want it to start playing again. Yeah. Um, and it was really good. It was worth actually worth listening to. Yeah. Um, it, there was a lot of different stuff. It wasn't like um, it wasn't like all menopause and it wasn't all puberty and mm. it was um, uh, just a lot of a lot of a lot of stuff that we've been discussing lately. You know, women's um, health, health, and um, making your family home environment a safe zone to talk about things and trying to make sure as a parent that if they bring something up um, that you don't show your discomfort or your unease about it to talk because um, then when they get older they're less likely to reach out for help if they find or they have an issue or something's not right or um, and create a safe a safe space and things are not taboo to talk about don't yeah don't be judgy parents oh, don't be judgy parents that's a whole that's a whole episode it's a whole other can of worms yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that yeah. um i think um that was about that was about all i've listened to that was the 30th september it doesn't sharon malone is the um is the Dr. Sharon Malone. Oh, yeah. It wasn't very long. It was worth listening. Dr. Shaz. Shazza. Shazza. <laughs> um, I probably will um, search out a couple more of hers and have a listen. Nice. Go for a present. Um, I've only half listened to uh, Life on Cut. They talk about toxic positivity, so which refers to like um, when you're only focusing on the positive things and you're rejecting anything that may trigger negative emotions and the reason they started talking about this was um one of the hosts had a miscarriage maybe uh, six to 12 months ago and dan andrews brought out a statement uh within the last week or so saying that um like he's like how people are starting to acknowledge miscarriage so it's not like a taboo topic that if a woman does have a miscarriage you can now register for like a certificate so you're you're like like birth deaths and marriages certificate to acknowledge the fact that you had a a child that had passed away sort of thing like a miscarriage certificate sort of thing so yeah and then she was talking about her experience with that and how like when her miscarriage had happened people would say things to her like oh, you know, it just wasn't the right time for it or, like, they were just trying to put a positive spin on it when really she just wanted someone to sit with her and um, sort of just ride that wave of emotion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have heard many, many different things over the years of Mm. people saying stuff to to women about that. Yeah. Um, The worst one was, well, it's just like the animal kingdom. If you had a baby and you were a bird and the bird was deformed, they'd just throw you at the nest. (laughs) And I was like... Yeah, right. <laughs> Probably don't say that to someone. <laughs> Everyone's just entitled to their out of the own nest. thoughts. But yeah. In the animal world, they would just get rid of you. <laughs> oh, God. I was just like, whoa. Yeah. Anyway, that's um, interesting. Yeah, so it's just saying, like, if you avoid unpleasant or negative emotions, you're actually just making them bigger by not actually talking about them. So, yeah. Give it a go. It's really interesting because yep. it does go follow into that whole stuff that we've been reading Just, about yeah, menopause exactly. and yeah. um, mental health. Mental health. Yeah. You know what they did say about menopause on this podcast though? Mm-hmm. It's like the reverse of being a teenager. So you know how you've got all your hormones going crazy because you're a teenager and the one minute you're laughing, the next minute you're crying, the next minute you're going to punch someone in the face. Menopause is like the reverse. You just get that. You get the waves of emotion like a teenager 
but you're older and yeah. sometimes they're still unmanageable. I'm like, that's all crazy. Mm-hmm. Full Madness. On. Full on. <laughs> Madness. Madness. No one needs to see me as a teenager again. <laughs> Pocket rocket. <laughs> I would have loved to have we'll seen we'll that. Tony on long service leave. <laughs> <laughs> Tony is now a silent partner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very silent. <laughs> Very I doubt, silent. I doubt that. What do you listen to, Craig? I listened to one that sent me down a fucking rabbit hole. I'm not going to go into it too much because it's a fucking rabbit hole. Miss massive now. rabbit hole. Um, so it's about China's attack on oh, the God. Uyghurs of Xinjiang. So it's this provenance in China. And fucking everyone should know about this. This is fucked. Yeah. It's literally a genocide happening again in China. So there are a small minority of people called the Uyghurs who are like basically kind of Turkish slash Chinese. So it's right what near the border of, of um, the, I guess, the west of China. Right. And it was a provenance that was taken over by China like hundreds of years ago. But that sort of ethnic minority has sort of stayed in that area mm. and now China is essentially trying to I suppose eradicate them or they've got uh, 300 what, what do they call it re-education centers so like literally like concentration, concentration camps, camps. I, like I feel like concentration like they're not gassing them but like <laughs> like they're, they're educationally gassing they're, them they're holding <laughs> them there against their will yeah, yeah people they're being arrested for crimes and the crime could be this is literally one of the crimes it could be owning a tent because because they're Muslim, so they're, oh, with these, they're Uyghur Muslim Chinese, and they sort of started it around when the whole terrorism thing became mm-hmm. so big, and they're going, you're terrorists. If you own a tent, it means that you go to uh, the terrorist training camps, and so you need to be re-educated. And I don't know how true this is. I'm still like learning more about it, but they re- um, they believe they're being uh, sterilized so they cannot reproduce. Like, it's a big thing, but a lot of the world aren't talking about it because it's, it's China. China. Um, so I think Trump uh, Trump did mention it at one point, but China sort of worked out like a trade negotiation thing. It's basically like, shut up and we'll give you some, you know, some good trade stuff. And that's literally how it's working. It's like if... Because China's obviously the biggest manufacturer of just about everything in the world. So we get things cheap from China. Can, we, can you not post this until after we get our weight set, just yeah, in no. case? <laughs> but, like, China China denied it for, for ages and said it wasn't even a thing. And then when it was proved through, like, satellite imagery, then they just started saying, oh, it's re-education. We're trying to re-educate them into society so that they come into society better. And, yeah, but, like, held, held there against their own will and, like, people's family members are just going missing. Look so at Bruce Bay's. That she's was in, that was my face when I found out about she's this. In shock. What so, podcast is this? Uh, I found it on. So a mate of mine told me about. It. He's like, "How do you not know about this?" He's like, "It is pretty under wraps, but oh, so because I, I don't." Yeah, it's um, <laughs> Duh. It's, it's called Popular Front uh, Podcast. China's attack on the Uyghurs of Xinjiang. So look, that's want to go fucked. down a rabbit hole. Listen to it. Jesus Christ! Be, like, I almost wish I didn't because it's like. You think about it and you're like, how is this happening when we had a mass genocide? We've had multiple in like the yeah. last few years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how is this happening? Do we, do we learn from history? Not really. I wonder if you Googled it, what the, if they'd have photos up of what yeah, the, are, yeah. the yeah. centers look like. Yeah, did you heaps. Google it? Yeah, of course I did. What are the centers? Do they look like... Um, yeah, they're like surrounded by wire and stuff. Oh, my God. But they're like God. just big concrete buildings. 
So they're not oh. like, I don't think they're extreme of like, you know, people sleeping in beds yeah. with lice. It's more like giant prisons. Jesus Christ. So, but yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. So they don't have to listen to some other stuff to try and like. Yeah, put the positivity yeah, back that, in your life. Jesus that, Christ. That's me. I think that's us too because it's three o'clock and I'm supposed to be somewhere. Craig's <laughs> going to party. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, bet you, I bet you he does. He'll be right gonna, off. Gonna pray for me because Craig will be in a gutter. Good. I'm supposed to be going out for dinner tomorrow night, and I don't know how it's going to uh, go. So I'll hydrate a lot between drinks. Watch uh, your drinks. Yeah. Just have a hand over the top of your drink. Oh, we'll time. see. <laughs> we'll see. The hydrating between yeah, drinks might yeah. become just drinks. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Well, beer's made with water, so <laughs> it's, it's kind of true. Technically, I'm hydrating yeah. as I'm drinking. Have a great weekend, guys, and we'll Bye, catch guys. you next week see with a special guest. Yes. Special guest. We won't tell you who it is. We'll just wait. No, you can wait. Wait and see. Have a great weekend. See you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.